Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Plum Wild Podcast. Uh, it's Wednesday, uh, November 1st. I am Nathan Waddell, and as always, I am joined in the booth by my old man here, Damian Kiefer. Howdy, howdy. So tonight's episode is presented by House of Speed Setup Shop. Uh, whether you're racing sprint cars, uh, modifieds, or late models, houseofspeed.us has you covered for dirt setups. Use code PLUMWILD15. Let me get that up on the screen there. PLUMWILD15 for 15% off at checkout. Uh, that's PLUMWILD15. Big thanks to uh, Dylan Hauser again for uh, for coming on board to sponsor yet another episode. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today. Um, but uh, how how first off, how are we doing today, Keith? We're not doing too bad. We got a cool little shindig going on, whatever you want to call it. Um, <clears throat> just got done working in the shop, actually, on the race car, getting ready for the weekend, racing Saturday. Where are you racing at? Um, <sighs> I've asked God. him this like 30 times, even though I know the Dude, answer. Uh, racing in Clarksville, Tennessee. Um, just, I, I had a stick, so I'm in the cockpit and we're getting some lead bolted or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and I had a stick, a 14 inch bolt, 33 pieces of lead, the cockpit another piece of the frame and then threw another piece of metal on the bottom where dad had to find you talk about a nightmare dude <laughs> but we got it done we're here we're ready for this well hell yeah man we got the shades on we're feeling good got the sh- yeah the shades look fantastic by the way yeah i'm really i'm really i wish i wish i wish the screen wasn't so bright but yeah well so um real quick uh on last week's episode, <clears throat> I wanted to uh, to mention this, but uh, I it just completely slipped my mind. Uh, I'm sure most of you know by now, uh, Sean Timmerman has uh, has passed. Um, I didn't really know the guy. Uh, I never really raced against him. He was more of a sprint car guy, but um, I just wanted to to mention that that um, you know all of his friends and teammates. Uh, his family, uh, our thoughts are with you guys. I'm sure that's, uh, that's a very tough deal. So, uh, so definitely, uh, thoughts are with those guys. Rest in peace to, uh, to Sean. I'm sure he was a great guy. Um, and I'm sure he will definitely be very missed, very dearly missed by his, his teammates, his friends, and his family. Absolutely. So, uh, that being said, we uh, we do have a lot to to cover on today's episode, don't we? I know, I know, do kinda, yeah. yeah. Some some stuff has definitely uh, some stuff has definitely went down in the dirt community. Uh, obviously, we had the the frenzy last week. Um, some shit was literally just going down on Facebook uh, between day. between like Tomasi and. Uh, Colton Herbert and Dylan Howes, like just a bunch of, bunch of stuff as always. I mean, you, you, you can't expect anything different. Uh, I love it. I uh, love it's, it. It's always, it's always good. I'm I am upset they deleted the post. Well, I it probably got deleted actually. It probably got deleted. Um, but yeah, that's, that's upsetting. It probably got protested. Yeah. They got protested for the post. Um, one thing that, uh, you, some people might've noticed is that Barrett Bishop has, uh now joined speed ranch 
Did you That's did you great. see that? I did see that. Yeah. I did see that. That was I, uh, I don't shock. No, yeah. I think him and him and Ethan are pretty yeah, good buddies. I think that was the main catalyst for him. You know, yeah. Uh, I don't know if catalyst is the right word there, but that was the main reason I, I'm sure of him leaving. What would that be like a welding rod or? I don't know. I know what a catalytic converter the JV. is. That's about all I got. When? Yeah. Well, so we have a big, I have a big announcement to make. Um, and been <clears throat> wanting to uh, talk about this, but can finally talk about it now. Um, the, uh, the big announcement is that I am joining Majula C Speed Shop. Uh, it is wow. officially official. I am now uh, on the Majula C Speed Shop team. It um, it wasn't really an an easy decision at all. Um, there was a lot of factors that that led into it, um, and I and I told uh, Blake and Evan and Chris and the guys at at Majula C this that you know I wasn't. I, I never had the intention of leaving you and Bocus. I mean, I'm, I'm probably sure. the most, uh, I, w- I would consider myself one of the most loyal guys on the sim. Right. Um, but it ultimately came down to the fact that you and Bocus, who were primarily the guys building the setups, um, y'all didn't have the drive to provide me with the setups that I needed to be able to run the stuff that I do on, uh, on, on like stream, you know what I mean? Uh, the officials that I run, uh, that takes a lot of work and, you know, it was hard to, to, I wanted to really make sure that it was, it came across, uh, clearly that I wasn't just, straight leaving uh the first time that you guys you know were like you know we don't have a set for this car track combo this week you know and and i would just tell you be like screw you not screw you but like dude like like a pro late model or something yeah we just we that we just didn't have the resources uh the time uh the energy to invest you guys didn't want to just build these sets just for Not me. Nice. Well, and just for me, because like you guys aren't racing on a, on a yeah. weekly basis in officials. Um, so once it got to a certain point, Kiefer basically just told me like, you know, you need to start looking around here. And w- one other thing that I wanted to get across both with the audience here and, uh, and with you guys and with, uh, uh, Evan and Blake and Chris is that while y'all are no longer going to be building my setups, uh, I'm still a part of that friend group. You know, you're right. obviously yeah. still my, my best friend. Uh, hey, we still the nothing, podcast, bro. yeah, nothing about that podcast. is changing. And now it's going to be, and like, it was like, honestly, like it was more, if it was, if we're going to be a hundred percent, honest here in front of everybody i feel like it was more of just like me pushing the issue and not just realizing like i don't like i can't perform and 
put out like what I feel like is needed for Nathan to compete at what he, level he wants to compete at and what level I want him to compete at. So like it just to me just it just didn't make sense for us and I really only want to race. I'm announcing not my retirement but kind of my retirement of uh your daily racing or your kind not really. I haven't been daily racing for a while just I'll be strictly big events, probably do pro qual, pro series. Um, after NWRA finishes up here, I think soon. Next week is the last race. I'll pro- I'll probably be done probably till uh, spring fling and broke all for a good while unless unless there's some good money shows come up or uh, something that surprises me with some super racing. But other than that, I don't know. I'm just uh just at a point in time. I need to uh rethink my uh and regroup. Yeah. Yeah, just refresh things, you know. It yeah, it came down to like for me, it came down to like the just the purely because of the fact that Evan and Blake are still on; those guys are still on making sets all the time, and and so are other shops. For the lo- and, and for the long run, like you know, like they're going to be like at the end of the day, there was probably three choices, two mm-hmm. two or three choices, and I kind of helped Nathan through the process and a part like. Just picking it, what I thought, and I've been around it. Making for a your while, recommendation, just, and making it, and I th- and I and I thought that was that would be the best scenario for him, out of anywhere. Um, and I think it's a, I think it's gonna be a good deal for them. I think it's a great group of guys over there, and uh, got a lot of support over there. And but Blake and Evan are good guys, and always on, and getting you guys good, getting giving their uh, drivers good feedback. So. I've heard, I've, and I've been a part of it, and so I kind of get it from both ways. So I'm excited to see where uh, it takes you. Honestly, yeah. hopefully you have more success. Maybe I'm a scrub. <laughs> I don't think I, I really. I don't really know how to word this. I'm just gonna skip what I was gonna say. I think it's just a good deal to be over there now because it can be mutually beneficial with me running their sets now. Uh, on stream, you know, and, yeah. and I'm a competitor and I want to run well and hopefully I win, you know, I'm trying, like I run in the fish, I fucking want to win it. Uh, and right. now, and now that can be mutually beneficial for them, for me to run. If I win using their sets or if, if I run a race and I win, I'm using their sets, they get the promote and on, and it's on stream. Uh, they get the, yeah, the mutually a, beneficial promotion. It's a, it's out of a win. It's a yes. Win. It's a win. Uh, big win. So that was that's the uh, that's the big announcement. Uh, I am officially, I have officially joined Majula C Speed Shop. Um, so excited to be wow. there. Um, but I, of, I really end wanted an to error at Apex. End of an honestly. error um, with Apex. End of an error. Uh, but wow. I, I really the one thing I wanted to get across is that um, nothing has. I don't know why I just got a notification. Nothing has changed. Uh, as far as the uh, the relationships go over on the Apex side, you know, nothing has changed. I basically, I'm, it's almost like I'm just getting my setups from somewhere else now. Uh, so I'm, I'm wow. super excited uh, wow. and glad to be over there with those guys. Um, so that's the big announcement. Uh, moving on, next thing I wanted to, to quickly go over, I, why, why do I keep getting these notifications? We're just going to have to close it. <clears throat> close this out so um sprint car pro qualifier just wrapped up 
And yep. uh, so I, I would like to give a quick shout out um, to Clayton Davies, my picture guy. Uh, he made Sprint Car Pro qualif- Sprint Car Pro Series again. I think it's his third year in a row. Uh, he told yep. me he is the only Australian to go back to back to back. Uh, someone can confirm or deny that. I'm not sure, but regardless, uh, Rumsey was in it. Rumsey's in it as well. Davies, um, we'll run down. I just want to give a shout out to everybody that made it. Honestly, uh, Aiden Beerline, uh, if that's how he pronounces his last name, I've heard it pronounced a million million different ways. He won the points. Uh, he's in Majulis, uh, last week's guest is back in. He finished second and it's Davies. Big shout out to Davies. Um, Rumsey, Tonight's guest made it in in fourth. Joey Lingren. Uh, be, he'll be he'll be fun to watch as well. Yeah, there's a, there's a there's a lot of good guys on this list. Ross Just Kaiser. To, um, who, who Adam Melby snuck in at the end. Yep. Ryan Hodge. Uh, Ryan Hodge is that late model guy. Casey um, Simons English, back in it again, I believe. Yep. I think he was in it last year and possibly year before. Casey Simons messaged me. He was like, "I'm so fucking hyped, dude." I this is my first time running these qualifiers and I make it. And I was like, hell yeah, man. Congrats. It's uh now, now, now you get to see what pro series is really like, man. Like oh, yeah, qualifiers are to it now. something, something else. Um, then there's Tanner Miller. Uh, like you said, Sean English, Garrett Halsey, Lane Snook, Brett Strickler, Nathan Vandewacker, uh, Sean Timmerman, RIP. Uh, he still made it in on points in 17th. Um, Noah Carpenter in 18th. Like you said, Adam Elby, uh, long time, you know, pro. I think he he might have won the first one, um, but I don't remember. Anyways, uh, he's a, he's in in nineteenth, and then Matthew Powell in at twentieth. So congratulations to all those guys. Making pro series is a huge accomplishment. I don't care if I don't care what anybody says. If you made it out of you know third or fourth split, like it doesn't matter, bro. Just making it in there is an accomplishment. Like it's pretty cool, Dale. It, like the amount of people that go for it and never end up getting that, that pro license next to their name, uh, will will tell you how, just how hard it is. So well, congratulations. I, I don't even have one. So yeah, we don't, yeah, that's, that's another thing, man. They, they yanked that from us last week. I think, uh, they, wow. they done pride it out of our hands, uh, which is unfortunate, but, uh, so congratulations to all those that made the sprint car pro qualifiers. We will probably, uh, recap, those pro races, uh, in, in short detail, uh, once those start. Um, but for now we're going to bring on our special guest. We will be right back with that. Put the glasses back on. All right. We are back live, uh, with our special guest tonight. Uh, our special guest on this episode is the flying carrot. I don't know if you're ever actually called that Logan Rumsey. He's been one of the top dogs on iRacing for a long time. One uh, of the best tongues in the game. <laughs> he's a Come sprint on. car and late model pro series driver. He races sprint cars in real life. And in the 2023 late model pro series, he had a career season winning two races, but came up two points shy of winning the championship. More recently, he was involved in a little bit of drama and some plum wild last lap drama, some would say, in the VLR fall frenzy which i'm sure we will talk about logan welcome to the plum wild podcast man hey guys thanks for having me i'm a big fan of the podcast here but um i'm not really good at talking like this so i'm just here to have fun and talk about some stuff hell yeah man dude, that's fine so, so, dude i think so everybody knows talk, that but he, he doesn't he doesn't talk much but he's here to talk you know yeah 
Look, we got Evan. I, I feel like that's a lie because when Rumsey starts talking, because I was in Discord with him the other day, when he starts talking, he doesn't shut up. Yeah, but I get nervous, dude. <laughs> I get nervous. Yeah, I get nervous too. Dude, See, like, just, that's, I think I think that everybody calm bad. down. Because like I feel like a lot of racers get ner- talk whenever we get nervous. Mm-hmm. So like that's why I feel like this like this is a great idea because like like what are you gonna do? Sit here in silence? No. I mean, I could. Yeah. It's definitely an option. Do the, do the Howard Weaver delay. Look, we got yeah. <laughs> we got Evan to talk a good amount, and uh, I feel like that's a pretty big accomplishment to get you know probably one of the the quietest guys on iRacing to talk for about an hour. So, um, so I just want to start Logan with uh, a pretty common question, but I think it's a good question to ask everybody that we have on here. What a what got you into motorsports and then eventually into sim racing? Uh, I think my, uh, my dad did it back in the day, like a really long time ago. And, uh, he, um, bought me a quarter midget when I was five years old and, um, it was, it was really nice, but I, I was kind of scared to drive it. So I didn't, we sold it after a couple of years. And then, uh, when I was like nine, I got back into it and I've been racing ever since. What about sim racing? How did you get started because I feel like you've been around on iRacing for quite a while. Um, how did you get started in sim racing? Yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. I don't even know where I saw it. I just saw it somewhere. Or no, I saw it at Eldora, um, one of the Tim Sims rigs. I, uh, I was like, I, I need to get this. Um, it was like the, just when Dirt came out, so I got a computer that, that um, Christmas. And uh, been burning laps ever since then, just uh, trying to get better. And uh, I'm kind of a sweat on it, but uh, it's all right. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, we all are like, you know, like any anybody who's I, I would say anybody who's in pro series is either a sweat currently or has been a sweat at some point to get to that level. Um, so you've been around for a while um, and and I'm just curious because, you know, we all start probably relatively pretty shittily, you know, like we're, we're nobody's really good right off the rip, like the first time they go out there. So. Over the years, who would you say has given you the best advice for iRacing, as in how to get better better or whatever, and, and what was that advice? I mean, when I just started, I was just playing by myself. I didn't really even talk to anyone on here. I didn't download Discord until about a year after I had it, so I just was ra- racing all by myself. So, what um, what time frame really was had... this? Like, what year, oh, you think? Um, just like 2018. Gotcha. I'd say. So all 2018 and starting in 2019, I was just kind of racing by myself. And I finally got Discord, started talking to my friends on here. And then uh, I was just racing on there. And around 2020, I, during COVID, that's where I really started to find some people to race with. I think I was racing with uh, Hayden Cardwell a lot. With, uh, me and me and him and uh, my friends that I raced with in real life were racing on here. And um, he led me into getting on Slick. So um, those guys just helped me ever since then. Like James and uh, JD, they just uh, they look at um how to race really differently than a lot of other people. So um, they try to teach me the ways. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of really confusing, but um, I, I'm trying to get it. What 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 exactly? Can you elaborate on that at all? Like how how do they view it differently? It's just uh, basically with the setups, they they just think uh, you run it max broke. You run a like in the late model, you you if there's a 150 spring or 375 spring you never run it in the middle you just run it max 
or anything because that's just how the game works you know so yeah. you're you're yeah, taking yeah. Event, like you're just going to the yeah. limit whatever that limit yeah, is limit, max or min anything gotcha yeah. that's what they try to teach me so yeah. i'm adjusting on it let me write that down I, I, actually like, i try <laughs> to i try to fine tune it and it just sucks and they send me the set that's just uh just bolted clicked up or down it and it rips way harder interesting it doesn't even make sense no well so so racing in real life you you run from what i can tell online you run 358 sprints uh 410 sprints and then you've raced uh i i would, I would think like uh what do they call them like micro sprints yeah, non-wing micro sprints and you run yeah. you ran those at the shootout the tulsa shootout i saw wasn't that earlier this year like in june or Last i mean not june, january yeah, or was it in december like right over it's right over uh, the new year. Right. I've so not the last like four years. So it's been the last four years. So what is it? I mean, what's it like racing in the Tulsa shootout? I mean, it's such a long event um, and it's just jam packed with action. Uh, so what's it like racing in the Tulsa shootout? And was iRacing any help there at all? Because everybody knows the Chili Bowl track is uh, on iRacing. I mean, the shootout can be fun if you run good, but um, if you're, if you're there all week and you don't run good, it's kind of, kind of sucks, but I've been lucky to have some decent runs there, so um, it's usually a fun time when we go there. You get to talk to, to some people you never really see, but um, this uh, real racing, it's uh, it's definitely hard to to race in real life. It's way easier to race here on iRacing because uh, everything has cost so much now, and you gotta work on your stuff, and uh, it's just uh, way harder than on here. I mean, Kiefer can it attest is. to that for sure. It's a lot more time than his IRL, well, but but very but driving wise it's kind of like what would you say like would you say like like did you ever make laps at the chili bowl before going to the chili bowl like preparing yourself kind of just like for the track do you think some of the tracks actually compare up or and driving wise do you like do you think the sprint cars drive like i racing cars or no or is there simulators i mean i don't think they're that close but uh when you're out there racing in real life, it's hard to even tell what's going on. You're going so fast and stuff. So I come yeah. in after the race. I don't even know what happened. So I just, uh, it's hard to say. How yeah. old are, how old I, are you? Cause I'm curious. Like you, you're what? Like what? 16. Aren't you? I just turned 17. Like 17. So you're 17. I mean, 17 ripping in a fucking 410 sprint car. I mean, that's, that's gnarly dude. And you're Imagine. racing in Pennsylvania against like, you know, you're in Pennsylvania, correct? Yeah. And so you race at those Pennsylvania tracks. I mean, like literally like the heart of sprint car racing outside yeah, of like California. I live like an hour away from every track, like Port Royal, Williams Grove, Lincoln. Dude, what a time to be alive. Mm-hmm. And have you, you've raced at all those tracks? I know you've raced at Lincoln. Have you raced at the, uh, yeah. like you've raced at I've all ran of the them. Grove and Baps and I haven't ran Port Royal yet, but um, they only, they don't really run the 358s there. So I'll have to go there in a 410 one day once we uh, build our program up. Absolutely, dude. That's dude, awesome. That'd be, uh, that's a fast. I mean, it's the fastest rate. It's the fastest dirt car on the planet. It really yeah. is. They're they're gnarly. Which one of those tracks is your favorite out of like the ones that in that area, especially the ones that are like really popular in that area? Who has I mean, their I've Who ran... has their volume on on the is. podcast? Is that you, Kiefer? Stop! Stop, dude. He's reading the, he's reading the chat. He's he's I was. what a squid. How's the answer to the chat? I've ran Lincoln the most out of all the tracks, so um, I just say that that one. Uh, if it's good, it races really good. So um, 
I'll say that one's my, my favorite there. How close is it to iRacing? Like, the main thing that I want to know is, is it is it as bumpy as shit as it is on it? Like, because on iRacing, it's like, dude, this is horrible. Just because, like, it's never, like, a level surface. Like, is it like that in real life? How close is it? Yeah, it's exactly like that in real life. Really? Um, out of four, if you're running the bottom, it's, like, uphill and some weird yeah. stuff. One and two is, like, uphill and downhill. There's like a big rut out of two of it. That's all there in real life. That's, that's crazy. That is. I crazy. wouldn't have never thought that. Honestly. That's why a track's really hard because uh, you never really know where to be on the track because um, you have to. It's just shaped really weird and the elevation's really weird and it's just hard to get a hold of. So absolutely, I got I got the in I got a just a good question just came to mind. The inverse of what we just asked. You have raced in a, is it a three fifty eight or a four ten that you've raced at Lincoln or both. Oh, I've only ran in a 358 at Lincoln. Yeah. Okay, so regardless, you have ran a real sprint car at the real Lincoln. The sprint car pro qualifiers, I think two weeks ago or last week or whatever, were at Lincoln. Was there anything that you feel like helped you, or is it is it just nothing really transfers over, even that way? I mean, I didn't do that good, so I don't think it helped that much. <laughs> but I also didn't test at all, so that's probably why I didn't do that, do that good, so... What um what do you think about the new build for sprint cars as far as compared to the old build? It gets better every lap you turn at at, st- at the start of it. They felt really weird, but um now they they start to starting to race really good. Good deal, good deal. Well, <clears throat> you know you 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 just got done running the sprint car pro qualifiers. Congratulations, by the way, on making the the pro series again in sprints. Um. I will say though, based on the results, it seems like you're better in late models on iRacing than you are in sprints. Just based on the results. No, you know, not not a dig at you. But it's a little bit odd given that you race sprints in real life. Why why do you think you seem to have better results in late models? I don't know. I think that's definitely true. I've never like in a sprint car in this game, I've never felt like I was like really good, you know. But the late model when I put in the time, I just feel really good at every track. I feel like I can really make consistent laps and uh, maximize the speed at every track and run with all the fast guys. But the sprint car just never really... I mean, I, I've been, like, decent, but I just never felt... At least pro level. I, yeah, I've never felt as good as I feel in the late model. It's kind of weird, but... Do you, have, do you have more fun in the late model? Is that part of it, you think? I mean... I don't, not really, but... I just, I'm just faster in it somehow. <laughs> I hear that. I mean, <clears throat> I have, I have fun in sprints. He doesn't like racing, to, he, he, he likes, he likes to throttle control. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's the it... late models. You, when you have the hot set, you can feel it just driving around there. And, and uh, yeah, you know, like whenever you got traction, like whenever it's good, you're like, oh yeah. Yeah. The sprint car, you're never really hooked, hooked up. up. You're just out of control the whole time. But uh, yeah, that's no, why I, I suck that. in them, dude. That's why I suck in them. I, I, I've tried sprints, and I, I even thought about running the qualifiers. I literally made a couple of laps the night before the first round of qualifiers at Eldora on a tacky track, and I was like, nah, I, I ain't got it like that in sprint cars, man. It's just not for me. Yeah, no. I don't think I can make a lap around Lincoln right now. There's I would no love shot. to try a sprint car in real life, though. I feel like, like, give me, like, Eldora, man. Like, I just want to run right through the middle. And like a 360, I even. 305. I don't know. 
305. Give me a 410. I want to rip a 410 at Eldora wide open, one lap through the middle. That's it. And then I'd be done. It's all I'd want to do. How do the, uh, be, how do the, be, could you imagine, like, could you imagine the speed, like to feel it runs, like, you know what I mean? You just feel like you're falling out of the seat or on the whole track. You wouldn't be able to hold on. Dude. Well, Cause like I, I raced there like in a, like in the modified deal. Like I felt how fast that was. I mean, it, it, it like, I couldn't only imagine, dude. And it's 410 around that place where it was juiced up. Oh, brother. Baby. That's probably a wild feeling. When I watch them guys, like them guys, like those 410s at like Eldor and stuff, like riding the cushion like that, I'm like, your nuts have to be like massive. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Oh, is it, does it, it is driving them like really out of control as it looks in real life too, would you say? Yeah, it definitely is. Um, if you feel the the little four ten races I've ran, you feel like you're running it hard, but then everyone else, like Macri and all them, are running it way, really like way harder than you. So you try to push a little bit harder. Hope yeah. your car can um handle all the speed you're putting into it. So, I mean, I, I'm I'm trying to get better at that, but uh, I feel like I try to drive it a little bit too easy in real life sometimes. But because the sprint car, you can really throw it in there hard and it sticks. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, and I, and I've noticed that too. Like just even like, my stuff. I know sprint car guys got a lot more dig, a little, little bit more side bite or for bite traction, downforce, whatever you want to call it, um, than like we do. But man, you guys, whenever you guys do get, I, I want to drive one. I watched them at like a flat banked. It was like a th big wide half mile flat bank they're ripping around the wall around that place and those guys enter on the cushion and like man some of them like they're out of control and they just fly they're, it's crazy they're definitely wheelmen in, in sprint cars what's you just it have to and, what and I, i've noticed it too like whenever i get up on the wheel sometimes like in a heat race and i'm like hustling it like you're flying dude but like how do you do it for 30 you know how do those guys do it for that's what i want to know because i can kind of do it for it like I can feel like I can do it for kind of like eight, eight, ten laps. I can go maybe a little longer sometimes, some tracks, but like those Macri and some of those guys, man, I don't know. Like, how do you do it for that long? They're just on the gas, man. I, I don't, I don't really know. I, I don't know if they, you know, I don't even know if they get tired or not. They just, uh, just let it rip all, all the laps. They're just out of control. What's it like? Control, what's it like? So you said you've ran at Williams Grove. What's it like? going in to that little paperclip of a of a turn after such a long straightaway whenever you know you're going as fast as you are in a sprint car like just you know that it's the car should stick but you're going so damn fast into like such a tight corner what's that feeling like dude think it's like thing is it's really easy to run the top there when it's just wide open but when it really gets tricky when uh you start trying to run the bottom you have to slow the car down so much to make the corner, and sometimes you just really miss it, or you just slow down way too much. So uh, it's 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 way different if you're running the top and the bottom, because the. Well, that's why, and that's where I see you see like a lot of those like uh, like Danny Dietrich, like he was really good at that place, like on the bottom, yeah. or like David Gravel on the bottom, where I feel like that's like one of the hardest things to do in a sprint car, honestly, because like I feel like a lot of guys can run the cushion. Like at yeah. Williams Grove, but like that bottom, like that's I, I like watching Williams Grove and like Knoxville whenever they can hit hot bottom and 
they can run around the guy from the cushion like that to me is yeah. like impre- i like that i like watching the guy and running some steam out that's hard to do like and i could imagine like your guys just like oh speed like, that'd be intense honestly and uh, but iRacing doesn't feel that does iRacing feel that intense as it does like I, IRL or I mean, kind of the, the sprint cars on here you really got to let it rip so I mean, you're just you're sitting in an office chair, so it doesn't really follow through. But yeah, it's <laughs> so true. Because there is moments like even like in late moderation, like like what we do like on here, I feel like is crazy compared to like what I know we're in the S chair and like I know we can hit the reset button. Um, but like sometimes, like some of the like whenever we have good clean racing and stuff like that, like some of the shit we do, I'm like Jesus Christ! Like if you could do that in real life, imagine, bro. So, yeah, some of the the way people drive the sprint cars on here, on the game, it's they drive them. I feel like they drive them way harder than they do in real life. I I don't even know if you could drive it like that in real life. I mean, maybe it would work because some of the people like Bergeron and them are like bouncing off the wall and stuff. Yeah, like no, that. you can't. Crazy. I mean, I I feel like it might work in real life, but. Uh, I don't know if anyone's up for the challenge to try it. So. I think I think you should go give it a shot in your next sprint car race. You know, I haven't done it in a sprint no. car, but I've done it in a modified. And whenever, well, I end up knocking the bumper off every time there's a cushion. <laughs> so we ended up putting like a real small bumper on that thing. And but you can wall tap in a modified or a late model. You can do it, but you you're using the rear stub at the end of the day or the fuel cell. Um, but you can, it, it is kind of fun sprint car with that tire. You guys are kind of screwed to the wall tap. I've yeah. seen Sheldon hot and shield do it a few times. Honestly, though, Sheldon's in. Yeah, he there. did it at Weedport one race and one. <laughs> I remember seeing that one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't dude, know that if was, I've seen that. I, yeah, he hit it coming off a two or something. And yeah, right. where like the opening or no, not the opening, whatever you call it, where it like sticks out. Yeah. Weedport, he bounced off that turn down the track and it shot him like it gave him so much speed dude he got traction from the wall on a sprint car could you imagine i think i have seen that actually but back on topic um next question i got uh it seems like as of recently especially in the late models you've really stepped up your game i mean you've like i said before you've always been a top dog um and you did well in Pro Series last year in late models. But this year in Pro Series, you know, just two points out of winning the points, two wins, I mean, just way better. Even though you were good last year, just way better this year. What do you think has really been the biggest factor in, you know, the the leap that you made in this year's Pro Series? It's just uh, you have to have good people behind you. And uh, the update really, it fires everyone up on my team, like James and J.D., after after the build's been out for a couple of years, that they don't really uh like to play that much. But then the, once the like, build comes out, they're all about it, building new setups and stuff. So uh, it's fresh. That kind of yeah, that kind of helps me out. And it, it also just comes down to how much you practice. You know, Evan and Blake. I don't know if Blake practices that much, but Evan at least he's running. Who knows how many laps? He's always in a, t- a private server, but he uh, runs a lot of laps. So you got to try to. I think Hauser said this. You have to. Whoever wins the race is the one like who practices the most. So, uh, yeah. I think that's kind of true. The races I don't practice for, I, I suck. So the sprint car qualifiers, I didn't practice that much, and I suck. But you I still made suck, it. I, yeah, 
I did the I only practiced for one race and I won that one race, so that just shows. Where was that at? Kokomo. I practiced Co- for like Oh, that's right, I saw that. Yeah, yeah I watched like that one. I remember. Hours, but... Yeah. That's uh I mean that rings well, I true. Th- I, I mean and I think the practicing thing is like uh like just it's not just speed or like setup, it's more just consistency. In yeah, my opinion. You, got, you have to have a setup where you know you can drive it every lap. That's what we were uh looking for at the fall frenzy i mean i had a decent setup and then james came in with a setup that just drove like really good i mean it wasn't going to dump tight every corner like half the corners you knew it was going to turn every lap and drive straight so that just really helps out in qualifying when you're really nervous and you can't even see straight it's up on the fence and you know you can hit it first try yeah so that that's actually that's actually a good good thing i'm glad you brought that up I, i used to get shit for asking this question all the time but how nervous do you get nowadays for like these big races, whether it's pro series or the fall frame? Like how nervous do you actually get? I get like extremely nervous. At really? The fall frenzy. I, I couldn't even like breathe after the, my qual lap. Really? I mean, it, I don't know if I get, I think I get more nervous than a lot of people, but it's really bad. I get more nervous here than in real life. You know, I, it, most people, as they get more experienced, and maybe it was worse for you, but as they get more experienced, they get less nervous. And that's even come into effect for me. Like, I, I don't really get all that nervous anymore, even for these big races, whether it's qualifying for, you know, or I'm starting up front in a big race. Like, it just doesn't really get to me. But that's interesting that you are still, you know, I think it shows how much you care, really, like, that but you I think it's I think it's um, if you practice – if you practice all week and stuff, you run thousands of laps, you just get really nervous to mess it up, you know? Yeah. You don't want to go in there after you're in 3,000 laps and mess up your one qualifying lap. It, that's that, why I get really nervous. That makes sense. That really makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of nervous, going back to the final race in Pro Series uh, at Charlotte, um, I'm just curious, were you aware during the race, did anyone tell you, or did you just know that you know passing Blake for the win would have won you the championship? Yeah, when I first got a second, I'm pretty sure someone told me I already had it won. All I had to do was finish second. But then a couple laps later, they said I had to pass Blake. But uh, mm. I just never—I mean, I don't really know if I ever had a shot to pass him cleanly. I, maybe I could have threw a big slider in one and two, but I just never really—I never really thought I had the opportunity to. But and my car had a little bit of damage, so I just uh, couldn't really ever build up a run on him. So it, it sucks we lost by one point, but it, it is what it is. Yeah, what was your reaction? Uh, I mean, I know you got the interview after the race, but what was your kind of first reaction once you realized, like, fuck, you know, I came up one spot short of winning? I mean, I didn't really care that much because Evan did get taken out the last two races. He was over, like, 100 points ahead. Right. Yeah. For Lincoln, so it's not like I was leading the points and lost in the last race. I kind of got a gift two races in a row. This came yeah. short, but uh, it just it's crazy when you tell people you're one point away from winning ten thousand. But I mean, it it just is what it is. There. You still got a decent little payday though out of that. What did you get for yeah. for a second? What did like four thousand, three thousand? Yeah, four thousand and then nine hundred from all the other races. From the wins yeah. and the podiums. Yeah. That's that's really uh. That's some good shit, hey, man. Hey, too bad, you know? I mean, I don't I mean, know. If, I'm sure people have told you this, but, you know, most people don't get a congratulations for second, but congrats on a on an incredible season. Finishing second in Pro Series is no nothing to hang your hat on, even though everybody wants to win, but second is uh, really, 
something that should be congratulated for sure. <clears throat> Thanks, man. So it's been a week now, a week and a day. What are your thoughts? And we had you on for the little special. What are your thoughts on the fall frenzy and everything that happened on that final restart? Oh boy. Uh, just, I, I don't really know. It's just, I think Evan got nervous that Hauser was behind him. I think that's what happened. Hauser really? was about to slide his boat. So Evan, he tried to get back in he front did. of me and threw the door out. So there's, I, don't know. I, I mean, I get nervous when Hauser's behind me. So I guess, I guess he did too. You, there was a lot of talk about the, uh, the, the start that you had, like how, you know, Evan or even Blake kind of thought that you rolled the start, you set the pace, all that. What do you think about all that on just the actual restart, how that went? I mean, Evan went at the same exact place every restart. So I kind of, I was just hoping he would go at the same place uh, and he did. So I just, I didn't even look, I wasn't even looking at his car to see when he was going. I just went and, uh, he went to the same place, so that's his fault. You, you know? weren't even looking. No, you I just, just fucking knew. He was like, I'm, he's going here, and you just went. That's that's actually kind of... I guess I pulled ahead a little bit, but we were still I mean, even at the flag stand, so right. it shouldn't really matter. Right. And I and I do I, I do just say, like, IRL, like, I always, whenever I get a start outside, like, the only way, to, like, the only way to get, like, I get the restart, the only way to fix this problem to stop this like prevent because like you didn't really do anything wrong you just got a good like yeah. you time you timed it um i think like and i i think evan like hurt himself like where he went i think he he went in the same spot three times in a row from what i noticed and if we're racing for four thousand dollars i'm starting that shit in the back straight away basically yeah like i feel like on that last restart with eight to go I, like he started like way late in my opinion mm-hmm and I think it hurt him, and he should have went. But like, like I really like I start like I'm ahead on the outside if I'm front row outside. Like I try to get yeah. ahead of you. I'm a tire length ahead of you. I try to be naturally, and that's what everyone does. But um, I I didn't see anything wrong with it. Like the start initially, truly, I guess you'd say. It's just like personally, I think it, I think Evan went too late, and it just there like you know how it is whenever you get a good that guy on the outside gets a good start you know he, he's got to slide you and now you're racing um, yeah i knew once i got a good start things were going to go down i mean it was about to yeah. get interesting about to get because, plum wild because, baby because yeah, at the end of the at the end of the day at once you got that good start that was the race yeah like that like that like once you got by him just the way the track was for the leaders that was the race now it was hundred percent chance of a big a big wreck, you know. Yes. Right. So yes. Um. So you're y'all are coming to the to the white flag. You're coming out of four. Evan is is slowly running you up the track. Did did you think that he was leaving you room up there, like you know, room to uh, leaving you a lane, or were you expecting him to kind of push you into the wall? I mean, I. I didn't even really know what he was doing. I, I left a ton of room on the bottom because I, I was trying to get back to the middle to try to skid out front, but uh, he, end, he ended up getting under me. I guess I should have – I could have blocked that the line he was running, but then I would have been kind of screwed for the next corner, but I at least wouldn't have got wrecked. But uh, right. I, I left him a lot of room down there, and he took up all the room I gave and then put me in the wall, so I wasn't really expecting it. 
Like I didn't, I didn't even really notice while I was driving that he was wheeling me the laps before. I was just driving, trying to win the race, and then here he comes, just threw me in the wall. So I, I didn't really see it coming there. So a lot of people uh, online in the comments on the VLR posts, on the iRacing Dirt Talk posts, and you might have seen all this, but a lot of people are saying that that move uh, from Evan or that whole scenario with Evan was him retaliating uh, for the Knoxville race in Pro Series. Uh, Does does it feel like that at all, or have have you talked to him about that, or is it still up in the air? Uh, He hasn't replied to me when I talked to him on Discord, so... But, uh, uh, I mean, probably not, because he probably wasn't thinking about that when he was racing before Grand. I just think he uh, either got mad that I jumped the start or just really wanted to win one of the two. Because that was like four months ago. If you're still thinking True. about that, that's just dumb, you know? I, I don't yeah. I don't believe it. I'm just saying what people online are saying. Um, I, okay, put yourself in his shoes. Um, you got a guy on your outside there. Or just put yourself in his shoes. Would you do the same thing for $4,000? I at least would have waited till the last corner so we didn't both wreck. It, Yes. yes, that's kind of the yes. main thing that people are uh, are pe- people are saying on this is that um, he did it on the wrong lap. You know, he did it coming to the white. Should have done it coming to the checkered. And I think people would have been less frustrated if it was coming to the checkered. Yeah, like so, overall, yeah. the fans and everyone, like it's at you know white flag on the last corner coming to the line. It's anybody's ball game if you're that if you're in that scenario. Yeah. We That's needed to wait another lap. I would have been like, he could have killed you lap, that last lap, and I would have said, "Fuck Rumsey, who won the race?" <laughs> like that was awesome. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, I, I agree there. I think I should have. If it was gonna be anything, it was uh, gonna have to be the last lap. But uh, I still would have finished like fifth anyway. But yeah, you. See, I mean, you least, finished fifth. Yeah, I Did think you? I was like fifth. Yeah, I was fifth. Yeah. So still not a bad, payday. not too bad, not a bad payday. Mm-hmm. How much practice? It was pretty bad. How, how much, many laps did you make there before yeah. before that fling or that frenzy? Yeah, rough for estimate. Flapper or like everything. Well, let's get the answer for both. How much did you make for the prelim and how much everything. did you make for the the finale? Uh, I just uh, I don't even know. I just practiced every night with uh, Chase Barbara. We we run a lot of laps together. Just in sessions, a lot of hosted races, a lot of forty lappers. So probably like 800 laps or something for that. Just tested qualifying a lot, make sure I could turn and stuff. And then once yeah. we uh, were locked in for the 100 lapper, I ran about 400 laps three nights in a row. No, not three nights in a row. Two, Two nights, nights in, a in a row. Yeah. yeah. So about 400, 800 laps for that also. So we uh we knew our car was really good. I mean, I think yeah. it was it was definitely very good. You know, you uh you and Eden's were clearly some of the fastest guys on the track at all times. So what y'all had was good. And of course y'all are good. So, and then you put in the practice on top of that and you're going to be a force to be reckoned with and it's going to pay off, um, in some way, you know, <laughs> maybe not at the very end. Did you, uh, forgive me because I didn't, um, I didn't go back and rewatch the race today, even though I wanted to, and I was in the race, so I didn't see this, but did you feel like you had the car to win it all? at any point during that whole hundred lapper because you were in second 
Uh, I know Evan had a pretty good lead. Like without that caution, uh, I don't know if you could have caught him. I don't know what the gap was, but did you feel like you had the car to win it? Or was it like once you got that restart, you're like, oh, fuck, I, I got a chance here? I mean, I did. I don't know. It's around the middle of the race. I was, uh, I actually passed him and then he got me back somehow. But uh, I think I it was better at the, at the, around the middle of the race, around like lap 50, 60, around there. And this, as the race went on, I kind of, I don't really know what happened. I think just after all the restarts, my car just didn't really work. So he was just kind of, he was about like a hundred, hundredth or two hundredths faster than me every lap. So he was just slowly pulling away. So at the end, I was just kind of settled for second and then had that last yellow. So, uh, you know, I had one final chance and we almost got it done there. But I mean, I still don't think uh, I had the best car on the track, but we are, we were really close. How much did you save in that race? I mean, it's a big hundred lapper. What? Oh, I didn't save one lap at all. Not one lap, just no balls to the wall the whole time. I mean, I didn't run the top any laps, but I don't think it was ever on the top. So I just ran the middle of the whole race and never really saved. What do you yeah. What do you think uh, whenever you see Hauser coming up through the field there, uh, or at least you know see him behind you uh, in in those? Last couple of restarts, you're like, you know, what are you thinking then? I mean, I guess you're thinking uh, if you save tire and maybe that worked, but you're also thinking uh, Hauser's coming up through. He's trying to win one of these races for the last four years, so he's he probably would have gave me the door if he had the shot. He definitely would have, but uh, <laughs> I don't think there's a question on that one. Yeah, he definitely would have, but I'm sorry, I'm sorry if you win someone's but house he wouldn't. Have... It is what it is, like that you. <laughs> I, who wouldn't, wouldn't come on himself. well that's... no he wouldn't have wrecked himself that's no. the thing like he would have cleaned you out but he would have driven he would have won the race though like, like El- if evan was gonna wreck you he should at least killed you yeah you know what was uh what was the immediate reaction after after that one after the whole deal there at at the end of the frenzy right just the immediate stiffy. reaction huge stiffy i <laughs> just couldn't believe it i didn't know what to say just kind of speechless. And I got so close to winning it, and just it just goes back to how many laps you run, right? Yeah. Laps you run, how much time you put into it, just to get get it like grabbed away from yep. you on the last lap like that. Yeah, that's what's uh. That is the, the killer. Crazy. Mm-hmm. It is crazy though. I got one last question for you, Logan. Um, I haven't asked this one to a guest in a while, but wow. Over over the course of your career, you've had on iRacing, uh, you've had a lot of big wins. Uh, what what do you think is your biggest win or your personal favorite win? Uh, probably it's the pro race at Lincoln that I won this year because I I won at Knoxville too, but I adored Evan for that. So it, I mean, I still wanted to win that, but it, it doesn't really count because what I did there. But Lincoln, I did it cleanly. He tried to take me out in that one too, but he missed. But, uh, <laughs> he shot and he missed. Yeah, oh, foul man. ball. Foul ball. But, uh, that one was definitely uh, really cool because I, we we really had a good car there. Um, I just, I just somehow I clicked some stuff on Sunday night before World Thunder. We smoked in World Thunder and oh, then, uh, dominated at World yeah. Thunder, bro. You were fucking it, gone. And we just loaded the same setup in, and it was it was really cooking up there for the race. So we just had him covered that night. Y'all definitely found something, and uh, that's it. I mean, that I can't say that if I was it the Howard Weaver grip hacks. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. The Chat GPT 
right yep. line. That's yep. That does not like legitimately. I would not be surprised if Howard could get Chat GPT to write him some code that would give him grip hacks on iRacing, and then he just wouldn't use it or send it out to anybody. That's actually why he got banned in the first place. That's what I heard. Yeah, that's the that's the rumor that I heard as well. Well, like um, he's like he makes up this line. Like I hope he listens to this because I. He makes up this little lie about like what he actually got in trouble for. Yeah. But he actually is he got in trouble for grip hacks. That's at the end I of the day. I was there. So if you need grip hacks, call Howard Weaver. <laughs> what if I already have them? Matt George says it builds his setups. He gets AI chat GPT <laughs> to build his setups for him. Now that's actually pretty funny. That's actually pretty funny. Oh man. Well listen, Rumsey. I appreciate you so much uh, for coming on to the Plum Wild podcast, man. If, uh, if you got anything, anybody you want to shout out or say thanks to, this is uh, uh, your opportunity. Uh, I got to shout out Knox Lumley and tell him he needs to get off Facebook. He's on Facebook way too much. Way too much. Oh my god, that dude needs to sleep. He, he does send me some funny. He does send me some funny Snapchats every once in a while. He's he's on his phone too much. So oh, yeah. he's listening. Yeah. For yeah sure. He no, he's probably not. He he doesn't listen. He's probably playing Fortnite. Yeah. He's, he's probably, probably making a an alt account right now on Facebook. Yeah. <sighs> that's that's a it's sticky little. Where's yeah. He, at? he has to have like an Xbox or a PlayStation to play Fortnite because he uh his PC's down. That's that's what he keeps saying. Well, and he's banned too. And he's banned. Yeah. I mean. He, well, and like this dude's PC ain't broken, dude. He capped. Uh, it caught on fire. You didn't see it. I didn't see the video. Oh, yeah, I did see that. I do remember that. That's really unfortunate. That would be the the worst day for me. He needs to cut his hair. Yep. Jeez, he's got a lot of work to do. There's a lot that that is wrong with that kid. Uh, But, Logan, listen, I uh, I appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, And uh, we will uh, probably see you uh, back at some point. Good luck to you in the Sprint Car Pro, uh, Pro Series. Uh, and we appreciate you coming on, man. Yep. Thank you. Absolutely, man. All right. Well, that was Logan Rumsey. I feel like we got. A, I feel like we got a, a good bit out of him. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's, he's quiet. quiet though. I knew it. I, I knew he's a man. If he, he well, he's still young. He's yeah. uh, he's a little boy. Did, he, did he ever tell us how old he was? I think he said he just turned seventeen. He's still a child. Howard said that he literally uploaded a screenshot of a setup and had Chat GPT make it better. He immediately used it at Knoxville in World of Thunder and passed the whole field in three laps. Wow. That. There's there's GPT. the answer, you know. Chat GPT setup shop dot com. I mean, um, that's where I'm going actually. Yeah. Well, y'all know yeah. where I'm going now. Uh, so we got the finale. Uh, the things that we're looking forward to. We got the finale of uh, NWRA Monday night hundred lapper at Eldora. Uh, stoked for that one. Uh, I didn't I didn't have the best run. Uh, Monday night, I was, I was frustrated after that one. You had a good run. You finished fifth, but uh, now I'm in fourth in points, which sucks. 
but hopefully we'll have a good run at Eldora and get uh, back to third at least in points. But then the main thing that I'm looking forward to this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I'm going to be playing Fortnite all weekend because OG Fortnite is coming back. I'm super stoked for that. Are you going to run some Fortnite with me? We're going to run some Fortnite Friday night. For sure. Let's go. Friday night Fortnite, dude. Like, I'm so hyped for that, bro. Like, I I I played the absolute shit out of Fortnite back in the day, and then I continued to play it, but, like, there's nothing like OG Fortnite, man. And then Kiefer's, Kiefer's a little, for one, Kiefer's a little distracted right now. I don't know what you're doing. But Kiefer's disappointed because Dusty Depot's not coming back. Yeah, what the fuck? It's like, Dusty Depot. That's all I wanted. That's like the that's only thing. I told him that it wasn't going to be. the only oh, fucking thing. He was so was disappointed. Only, that was so the only thing. The only thing I wanted to see. The only thing. Massive. Run. I wanted to see Dusty Depot in the middle of the effing map. That's all I wanted. I'm excited to, I, dude. I, like literally, I'm so stoked to drop back at uh, Risky Reels, Lazy Links, Tilted. Uh, I don't even want to play because there's no Dusty Depot. We're playing. We're 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 playing. Uh, there's no denying it. You're playing with me. We're gonna be streaming it. Um, Oh, we're we're stream. Oh, oh, brother, what you mean? Oh, oh. Man, fuck, one hundred percent, we're I'm streaming this shit, bro. Chat. I'm gonna have to carry them, so you're gonna have to tune into that. Yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna be playing that all weekend. I'm really looking forward to that. We've got, um, like I said, we got NWRA Monday night, and uh, for those that missed the announcement at the beginning of the episode, I've now joined Majula C Speed Shop. So uh, yeah, all that. All I'm that. retired. Yeah, Kiefer's retiring, essentially, outside of the big stuff. Uh, but nothing's changing. We're going to keep doing the podcast. Uh, relationship's the same. We're, uh, we're still here. And uh, Is this real? Is this real, man? Yeah. I'm just, it's been one hell of a day. But I think, uh, I think that'll about do it for this episode of the Plum Wild Podcast. Uh, thanks again to House of Speed for sponsoring this week's episode. Don't forget to use Plum Wild 15 for 15% off at checkout. And for myself and Damian Kiefer here, we'll see you right back here in the next one. Later, guys.